You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. In this episode, we're talking all about credit. The best tools to monitor and improve your credit. What impacts your credit score? What you should do to build and repair your credit. And why accountability matters. Uh, so uh, first off, uh, how do people know, I, I guess when a credit there's, you've, you, you, and you've promoted these apps a lot, that mm. people can check these, they're free apps. Two of them I do believe, right? That you suggest people download? There are download? two like really easy apps to download. Yeah. You can download them from the uh, Apple App Store or the Google Play, Borowell, and Credit Karma. Borowell is tied onto and, and brings in the data from Equifax. Right. And Credit Karma brings in the data from TransUnion. They're both free apps. So prepare yourselves. You're going to be sold. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to try to sell you a credit card or sell yeah. you a loan. Yeah. But just use their data. Use their credit monitoring for free. If you'd prefer not to get ads, you can go on Equifax and you can go on TransUnion and you can sign up for both of their credit monitoring services. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can just check your credit once, whatever right. you want to do. Yeah. But these type of things come with a cost. Right. The reason I'm promoting, um, you know, Borwell and Credit Karma, they don't give me anything. This no. is not a paid advertisement. No. Uh, but it's free. So sometimes people are willing to get a little bit of ads, you know, to get something for free. Mm-hmm. I personally have them on my on my phone. I get the alerts all the time. I get the emails saying, you know, you're doing a good job. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they will come to you to be like, ooh, there's something you can do better. And I like getting the feedback. It holds me accountable. Mm-hmm. Even though I know my credit's good. I yeah. monitor it. You know, I've had Equifax. I've had TransUnion. I've done mortgage lending. I know theories of what you should do. It's almost like someone holding you accountable because mm-hmm. they'll send you an email to be like, oh, don't take your eye off the trigger or whatever, mm-hmm. or don't take your foot off the gas, yeah. something funny like that. And um, I, I, it's a great way to be held accountable. And, uh, you know, I think credit is daunting for a lot of people yeah. and they don't even know like what is a good credit score? What is a bad credit score? All these things, you know, I, I typically go in and I, I do a class every couple uh, you know, months, there's a high school that they want to have me in. And we talk about financial literacy. We talk about things like credit and income and mortgage lending and all kinds of great things. And so I'll give a shout out to Miss Jodry. She had me into her class for years, uh, being a guest and talking about things like this. Mm-hmm. And we really like starting these kids at like 17, 18 years old. They're just about going to get a credit card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just what does credit look like and why you should build it? Like a lot of kids are scared of credit. They're like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want to rack up that a rack up a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really good to start and, you know, start building. Okay. Uh, how much information do you have to give these companies? So, because some people are reluctant to give social insurance numbers mm-hmm. and uh, on, on, you have to give like it all that. pretty much. You do. Yeah. So there are security concerns because there are companies that, that can, that can mimic other companies. Of so course. you can go on. And so, so, and I will be honest, I have, I, I'm hesitant when it comes to this type of thing, because I'm concerned that am I giving the right in, company my information? What can I trust? So what, what tips do you have for people here? Well, I think that if you're going to do, if you're going to download these apps, make sure it's the right app that you're going to download. Now how do you know? Well, I think there's only one Borowell on the App Store, and there's yep. only one Credit Karma on the App Store. So right. make sure it's those right apps. Maybe what you need to do is you need to Google it first, right. make sure it's the right one, then go from the website onto the App Store. That's a good way to do it. Uh, but if you're more comfortable going to the actual credit reporting agency themselves, mm-hmm. go to TransUnion, go to Equifax. It will come with some cost, 
but at least you know you're on the right site. Right, yeah. So what type of cost are we talking? You know, I think or if you're going to do monthly mon- monitoring, it's yeah. like $20, $30 a month. Is that right? Well, that's kind of that's per, a, little, that's a little bit. Per credit bureau. That's a little bit pricey, yeah. That's, that's types pricey. two. Yeah. And it's important not just to do one. You really need to do uh, borrow well and Credit Karma. The data that they have is sometimes different. Yeah. With Credit Karma, the good stuff stays on forever. Mm-hmm. So that is TransUnion. TransUnion, good things never fall off. Mm-hmm. With Equifax, which uses Borrowell, Equifax, the good stuff falls off six years after you have a closed account. Right. So they can look very, very different. Some creditors will use TransUnion. Some creditors will use Equifax. So it's really important to keep an uh, an eye on both. Okay. Especially if you're planning on doing a big transaction. Right. So uh, what would you say you're, the average of your clients are using these apps? How many people? Like, I know it's kind of hard. I would say less than 50%. Less than 50, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so the big advantage, obviously, is that if, if people are using credit on your behalf nefariously and you're not, uh, you, you, you become cognizant. Yeah, of that, I think right? like if there is any, you know, identity theft, you can pick that up really quick. Or if you mess something up, you can find out. Uh, you know, I think that's really, really important. Right. Um, and, you know, I'll bring it back to accountability. Yeah. It's really hard for an individual to be accountable to anyone but themselves. But I think if there's an app telling you to be like, Oh, you could have done this better or you yeah. need to do this. It will give you some feedback. It's like that sounding board. And on average, the people that download these credit monitoring apps mm-hmm. improve their credit. Even if they have good credit, they still improve it. Right. Because yeah. they're taking the tips and tricks yeah. from these apps and actioning them in reality. Yeah. So what is good credit? What's the number? We hear a se- anything like over 700 is not bad. Eh? So they're both out of 900. So 900 yeah. would technically be a great score. And, I, you know, right. sometimes we, we say 900 is a unicorn. Mm-hmm. It, I've seen it. it. It does exist. You can believe it or you can't believe, whatever. Uh, anything like over 7, 720, 730, 740 is excellent credit. Mm-hmm. When we start getting the, down in the 600s, we start asking some more questions. Mm-hmm. You know, is there high utilization? Has there been missed payments? Has there been a previous bankruptcy or a consumer proposal? You know, is there a collection or a judgment? Are people, you know, higher over limit? There's so many things that can bring down people's credit. And credit's really made up of a mix of how you're paying your credit, mm-hmm. your utilization, so the balance compared to the limit, the type of credit that you have is a credit all from, you know, B lenders like Fairstone mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or is it a bunch of like credit unions and bank lenders? And having that th- that type of mix is really really important. And it also looks at revolving versus installment payments. Mm-hmm. So you know, do you have all credit cards? Do you have all loans? Or do you have a mix? And the perfect amount of credit is credit that's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Some revolving, some installment, all very low on the balance mm-hmm. compared to the limit, and you making your payments on time. That's the recipe of good credit. And if you're trying to build your credit, we always say the 222 rule is what you need to follow. Two pieces of credit, mm-hmm. a minimum of $2,000 for a minimum of two years. And that is typically the rough speed to at least have good credit or to start rebuilding. You're saying carrying a balance of $2,000? A limit of 2000 Yeah, why, 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 why carrying a balance? Why is that advantageous? Well, not necessarily carrying a balance is important. So a limit of $2,000 right. is what you want. Yeah. But you never want to go above 30% of the limit or it will start bringing your score down. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So uh, when how long does it take for people to repair credit? It depends. Yeah. I always say this depends. Sometimes people can fix their credit overnight. Mm-hmm. I've seen people with terrible scores 
like in the 500s mm-hmm. that have been able to go from like 500 to 700 in the span of like two months. Oh. Their credit was actually not that bad at 500. It was all driven by utilization. They had several trade lines, credit card, credit card, credit card, line of credit, all over or at limit. Wow. They came into some cash. They paid it down, paid it down, paid it down, waited for those all to report on the credit bureau. Good credit. They yeah. never missed a payment, right. but their credit was low due to utilization. Yeah. And that's what I look at. When we pull a credit bureau, the first thing I'm looking at is, yeah, the score is important, mm-hmm. but I start looking at seeing how thick the credit bureau is. How is the utilization? How is the repayment? Are there any collections or uh, judgments? Things like that. Has there been a bankruptcy or a consumer proposal? The score is not the only thing. Because guess what? A kid that's 19, year, 19 years old could have perfect credit. Mm-hmm. But someone who's 50 years old, who's had credit for 30 years, might have a lower score, but their credit actually is much stronger. Mm-hmm. And we look at that every yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, so what's the best way for young people to establish credit? I think getting a credit card yeah. is the very first step. Right. You know, I would venture it, to say- Should they use it? I would say definitely use it. Yeah. Use it for your groceries. Use it for your gas. Use it for everything you can spend. Mm-hmm. And pay it off. And make sure you pay it off every month. Yeah. But when that statement generates, listen to me, when that statement generates, never let the balance be higher than 30% of the limit. So if you're spending throughout the month is more, make a payment before the statement generates, and that will ensure that your credit will be stronger when that reports. I see. Yeah, yeah, that's a common mistake I would think of. People probably think as long as I, I pay, pay it, it off every I month. I pay it off every month. But yeah. if you're at limit every month and yeah. pay it off, at yeah. limit every month, pay it yeah. off, that is going to bring your score down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That is a, uh, what did you do there? What was that? I did a, we don't do this. I didn't know that you were so. Uh, animated. On animated. The hey, that's the term. That was the exact word that I was looking for that I probably would have not found. And you saved me right there because I would have been like, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a. And you saved me. Thank you so much for that, Clinton. You know what? Sometimes it's a little bit of give and take. A little give and it take. It is financial literacy month. Yes, you bail there me out. I'm, so I'm the older questions. guy. I'm the older guy here, and you have to help me out sometimes. It's all good. <laughs> and you know what? You know, you know. Let's circle back on credit a bit. Yes. We've all been through breakups. Yes, indeed. I certainly have. Matrimonial breakdown happens. Yeah. And sometimes that can really negatively impact people's credit. Mm-hmm. You are the only one that can control your credit. Open your mail know what you owe, make your payments regular, automatic, and on time. Yeah. And really keep your balances as low as they can. If your balances get high, look at potentially like repositioning it, you know, a consolidation loan, a line of credit that can help and just pay down, pay down, pay down. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.